Hello, everybody. My name is Richard C. Wilson, founder of the Family Office Club, and I have Tom Wheelwright with me, which many of you probably know. Um, I know a few dozen people have read his book, Tax-Free Wealth, and the book has been mentioned a few times during our interview series. So welcome here, Tom. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. It's, it's great to be with you. Great. And um, right before we jump into this tax strategy um, and the advice you want to give here in the short interview, um, can you give us just a real high-level view of a little bit of your background and how you got, got into this space to begin with? Absolutely. So um, I have 40 years of experience as of uh, this year in the tax area, including uh, three years in the national office of Ernst & Young, uh, National Tax Office, uh, 14 years as an adjunct professor in the Masters of Tax program at Arizona State University, four years as the in-house tax advisor for a Fortune 1000 company. I have a Masters of Tax degree and I've spent 25 years uh, buying, building, and selling CPA firms. And now I run a multinational network of CPA firms. Awesome. Great. Great context. So uh, the topic you wanted to discuss today has to do with the treatment of passive income and ordinary income or active income, maybe more accurately uh, said. Can you go into a little bit on a high level of, of what that is and what you wanted to cover? Yeah, so one of the big issues that uh, particularly real estate investors run into is they, they don't, they, they work in their business full time. They really can't be a real estate professional. And yet real estate is the biggest tax shelter we've got right now and will continue, we think, to be so for the next uh, few years. And so how do you use those passive losses now, okay, instead of having to wait until you actually sell the, the development, for example? Okay, great. And what, what are a couple of those strategies or what is, what is something that's often missed or is, is possible for those professionals? Well, let, let me, if I can, let me show you um, sure. and I'll describe it as we go for those listening. Um, the biggest issue I run into is that people think, well, it's passive, so therefore it's not deductible. And that is not correct. It's passive, so it's only deductible against passive income. So the question, one question is, how do I make it non-passive? That's the real estate professional question. But the other question is, how do I make my active income passive income? And it's really not that difficult. If you consider that, most taxpayers with this problem have a business, right. right? So here we have the taxpayer and let's say we have an S corporation down here. And then on the other hand, what they own is they own an interest in a bunch of real estate, which we probably do through LLCs and they also own that. So here's the real estate over here owned through a partnership, right? right? Or an LLC tax is a partnership. Now, all we have to do, actually really simple. Most of us have children, parents, somebody that we could transfer an asset to and still have control over the asset. So all we have to do is we just transfer it over here to child or in many cases, a trust for the child, okay? And we transfer, what do we do? We transfer, first of all, we transfer an ownership in the S corporation, which as long as it's a qualified subchapter S trust or grantor trust, it will qualify. And we transfer an ownership interest in the real estate company. And now what we have is because the children, assuming the children aren't working in the business, now this income is passive. This is a passive activity income or a pig, a 
call it a pig, which is our common, common parlance. And over here, we have a pal. And pals can, be offset, can offset pigs. So all we're doing is, let's say we have a, a, a million dollars of income in this S corporation, and we have a $100,000 loss in this real estate. Well, we transfer 10% interest over here, and we have $100,000 of income, and this is passive income. And then whatever percentage we want to of the real estate, we could transfer close to 100%, say 98%. Now we have $98,000 of loss, and we're using that $98,000 of loss to offset that $100,000 of income. Now, voila, we get, um, just like magic, we have um, passive losses being used currently. Now, it even gets better when you're talking about Biden's tax plans because you're gonna lose that basis step up under his current tax, what he's proposing. And so there's no reason to keep it. You might as well transfer it to your child. They get the appreciation. There's all sorts of estate planning here. Plus on top of that, you get the income tax planning. So the big issue is we have to do estate planning, income tax planning at the same time. Right, right. That's one thing we've heard come up many times. You have to look at things holistically. You can't just take what someone says at a conference and think, oh, okay, I'll go off and do that. Well, it depends what jurisdiction you're in, if you're active, if you're passive, if you're a real estate professional and what other things are going on, because it might hurt your estate planning or help it if you're looking at the broader picture versus not, right? No, that's exactly true. And, and the good thing about this one is these can be syndication. So these, these could be clearly passive activities where you might not even be able to be active if you were a real estate professional. I mean, I, I think you probably can, but it's tougher to be active in a limited partnership type position than it is in a general partnership position. And this is a really easy opportunity to get, you know, basically a two for one. You get income tax planning and estate planning all at the same time. Right. Yeah. And uh, would this create an issue, though, if um, the trust set up on the children's name, you know, if that if you wanted to benefit from the income coming off or take profits out, is, is that money now stuck within that trust and has to well, be used for that child or is it full use of being able to well, take it? So so first of all, remember that this is in a trust that you probably control. OK, and second of all, remember that it doesn't have to be distributed to the child. And third, remember, you can always take salary from your business. So you can use the money here and over here, you're controlling this completely and you don't even have to distribute this. So right. you've got, you can maintain complete control of this right. and really have whatever money you, you, you need. Okay. okay. And still get the benefits when you want the benefits. Got it, got it, makes sense. So anyone who's um, a seven figure earning doctor or physician listening to this, anyone who owns a business and has a lot of active income you might find when you invest in some things, it provides you with a passive loss. And what Tom's talking about here, if I understand correctly, is that you're not going to be able to use those passive losses to offset your active income, something where you're controlling it and you're working in it full time, uh, unless you perhaps use a structure like this, or you find some other way to have passive, passive losses match up with your passive income. It has to match up on both sides. That's essentially the the dummy down version for people like myself that are not a 40 year tax expert of what you're saying here, right? <laughs> well, really simply, all we're doing is converting ordinary income to passive income. 
And passive income, of course, is the best kind of income because it can be offset by passive losses. So it's, and we're converting it not by anything we do, but simply by who owns it. Right, right, makes sense. Okay, great. Um, well, is there anything else you wanna to add to that before we sign off for today? I appreciate you, you know, doing this, uh, this quick video for us. No, absolutely happy to do it. Um, if, you know, anybody, of course, needs any help, uh, we've got, uh, like I said, we've got CPAs all over the country and in Canada, and just contact us at wealthability.com. We're happy to help. Awesome. Great. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you.